Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Extra, one of the longest-running single-hosted pop culture podcasts in Ontario and home with Intelligent Rambling right here on the Talk Show Network. I'm your host, Russ Hale. Now, this is, I said, an edition of Extra. This is an extra edition of the show I put out sometimes in a week when I have so much content, I have to put another show in because I need to get it out to y'all and I, I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> so this is going to be one of those shows. I don't do this that often anymore because... I don't have a lot of time, and sometimes, you know, not everything just kind of flows in all the time. But this is, as I keep saying to you guys, one of my busiest times of the year. And I want to make sure that I get all these reviews out to you fine folks out there. And, you know, to, you know, thank the nice folks that send me stuff as well, too. <laughs> so, a lot to, to go as we are ramping down October. October's almost done. And we're very close to Halloween, but more on that at the end of the show. So what's on today's version of uh, the extra edition of my show? Well, we're going to start things off by going to the skies with the brand new two movie collection of Top Gun, featuring both the original Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick, courtesy of the great folks at Paramount Pictures Home Entertainment. Then we go from the skies of Top Gun down to the ring with a Blu-ray animated, animated Blu-ray review of the movie Rumble, the biggest understory, underdog story ever, courtesy of Paramount Pictures Home Entertainment, and also co-produced by WWE Studios about battling monsters uh, fighting for honor. Let me go from battling behemoths to battling to the Battle of the Super Sons with my 4K Blu-ray movie release of the latest DC animated movie. This time around, it is Batman Superman Battle of the Super Sons, where Damian Wayne and Jonathan Kent Superboy team up to save the world from the menace of Starro. Ro, 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 ro. That's all on this. Oh, and to, and to round things off after that, we're going to keep with the DC superhero theme. And Battle of the Super Sons is, of course, courtesy of Warner Brothers pictures home entertainment and to kind of wrap things up you know to keep the dc superhero kind of theme you have my dvd tv show review of crypto the super dog the complete series courtesy again of warner brothers pictures home entertainment that's all on this jam-packed edition of ramble with russell so i'm gonna take a little musical interlude right up the first review of the show My Blu-ray movie combo pack review for this episode is 
the two movie Top Gun collection. Now, this is, um, you know, this is including both the original Top Gun on Blu-ray and the movie Top Gun Maverick, which just was in theaters not that long ago. Now, longtime listeners of the show know that I actually got a chance to go see this movie in an IMAX. I got like an early sneak preview, preview in Toronto. And boy, was that ever an experience. And go back and listen to that show. It, 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 I put it out around when this movie uh, did premiere. And you can hear about my lost, my story, how I almost got lost in downtown Toronto. <laughs> on a night. So that, there's that. So I won't go too much into depth with, with, the, um, with the movie review so much because I talked about it before. I will say, though, you know, if you don't want to go back and listen to that one, uh, that uh, I did like uh, Top Gun Maverick. I thought it was a great <laughs> sequel. A lot of times, you know, you wait 30 years for a movie. It's not always easy to do a sequel. And and they did a good job in this one. It felt like a Top Gun movie. And I was very curious to see how this would translate to home video. Because you remember Ramblers, when I went to, to the premiere in Toronto, I, I had lousy seats. <laughs> I was kind of in the side. So it was not the most ideal experience. And and I got to tell you, even, even for just a Blu-ray, watching this on my 4K Hisense, it really looked good. I mean, I don't know how much clearer crisper the 4K is going to be, but the Blu-ray version was a really nice picture and the sound just tremendous, you know, and, and it really, it has that same feel from the first one. Now, uh, so what you do is you get the, you know, uh, a while back when the, when the, when the, when the Maverick did come out in theaters, I did review the original Top Gun release that came out in conjunction with that. And the copy of Top Gun on this release is the same one that was released on video all those months back. So if you're thinking, you know, do I already have that one? Yes, you do. It's the exact same disc, exact same special features. So all that that was on that is on this, if that makes sense. So you have all those uh, legacy features. You know, the, the, you know, the legacy of Top Gun, uh, Danger Zone, the making of Top Gun, the commentary by the filmmakers and naval experts, you know, best of the best inside the real Top Gun, survival training, and uh, music videos. So all that from the original, from that first from that re-release back then, is on this disc. So if you're thinking, oh, there are going to be new extras, nope. If you got that one a few months back, it's the exact same thing. Now, for Maverick, a, a decent amount of extras for the release. You get breaking new ground, breaking new ground that is filming Top Gun, so it's it's a nice kind of behind the scenes look into that. A love letter to aviation, which is just Tom Cruise sharing his passion about flying, and 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 how he has a vintage World War II plane, which shocker doesn't surprise me there. And then forging the dark star. Now this is. When they, when in the movie, when they talk about the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the plane that he used as start of the movie to try to do the speed, speed run and how it went into making that. Then you have Masterclass with Tom Cruise. This is, okay, so you don't, so now keep in mind that the 4K has some things that the Blu ray doesn't have, which is weird. But you do get, uh, you do get, um, Clear, you know, the clear for takeoff one, well, breaking the ground, a love letter to aviation, the, and the and music videos. So what you don't get, what you would get in in 
in in the 4K is you get a Cannes Film Festival where he discusses his career as a, um, uh, the 75th Cannes Film Festival. So that is not there. And you don't get uh, the the uh, the the Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One teaser trailer that that is that's that's not included in here. Now you do get the Hold My Hand Lady Gaga music video, which is pretty good. Uh, it's amazing to think she's thirty six, and it's, that's filmed well. And you do get I Ain't Worried, the One Republic music video, so that is included. Uh, where they're doing that whole, you know, um, you know, uh, beach football scene. <laughs> so that's there. What is a little disappointing is there's no commentary track for Maverick. I thought, you know, if you're going to do one for the first movie, why not have one for the second? I don't know why it's not listed even in the 4K version. So that's a shame. I'm I'm hoping that maybe, maybe they'll do like a special edition sometime and maybe then they'll put the <laughs> they'll put the um they'll put the auto commentary on it. So it, it, so just you know, keep in mind ramblers. You do get a few extra you know extras with the 4K as opposed to just the Blu-ray. So that that's just that's just there. And this also is available on, on Steelbook as well, too, but I didn't get that sent to me. So, and and if you just get the DVD, then all you're getting is a movie. So keep that in mind. So if you want to get the full set of extras, and you got to go 4K with this release. But that depends on up to you. Overall, I, you know, it's 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 funny to to watch this movie and see how Tom Cruise has really not aged. In, in second viewing of Maverick, I thought it was good. I watched this, you know, second time around at home on my nice big TV uh, with my wife, and she's a Top Gun fan from the first movie, and she liked it too. So there you go. So it's very, you know, if you like the first, as I said when I first reviewed it, you're going to like the second. And I don't know where they go with it. I don't know if they're going to do a third, you know, because it's like, where do you go story-wise? I think I said that before. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, it's a nice sequel, and uh, it looks really good if you have a good set. So that is my take of the uh, Top Gun 2 movie collection on Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at Paramount Pictures Home Entertainment.
Godzilla movies. This episode is a rumble. Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. Now this is a movie that is um, co-produced by WWE Studios. It's based on the popular graphic novel Monster on a Hill by Rob Harrell. And it is a, you know, a kind of uh, set in a world where monster wrestling is a global sport. You know, it's like, and of course, you know, co-produced by WWE Studios. Why would they not co-produce something like this? And it's, it's kind of a nice animated comedy with a little bit of action. And this also features the voices. And I challenge you ramblers to spot where they are in this. Like, don't cheat. Uh, you also have the voices of Roman Reigns, good old Joe Anoe, and Becky Lynch. <laughs> They're not major characters in this, but they, they have characters in this movie. And trust me, if you can spot them, if you have really keen ear, maybe you can tell them. But that's, you know... WWE man, they cannot co-produce anything and not throw some wrestlers in. It's just it, it just has to happen. Uh, and you also have Charles Barkley voiced in there as well too. So uh, your main cast, Wayne Townsend or Will Arnett, uh, and uh, Geraldine Viswanathan. So those are your kind of um, main voice actors. And the basic the premise is, is this is a world where monsters, you know, kaiju, essentially for the most, most part, wrestle for sport in these huge stadiums. And, and, and the, the, the towns that these stadiums are in, you know, greatly benefit from having monsters there. And, and in this world, that there, there's this town where they had, they had this monster and this kind of monster trainer for years. And then something they, they happened, they got lost at sea, and in their hard times until this new tentacle kind of creature came in and took things over. And, you know, I'm not going to slight spoiler here. So, so at the start of the movie, the, the, the tentacle dude, you know, gets too big for his own head and says, y'all, I'm leaving you for the big time. He wins, he wins the belt and he goes, and he's huge, huge belt. And, and he says, see ya. And, and basically abandons the town and without, you know, it's it's kind of like the 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 monster, the like the wrestling is the lifeblood of the town. So it then falls up to the daughter of the um, of the original, you know, I guess one in there, uh, the original big one in uh, like trainer and monster to track to to find a new monster to kind of pick up the slack, and she discovers this. With with that, with the one that her dad trains son, but he's nothing like his father to start this movie. He's like, you know, I don't want nothing to do with my dad. Do 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 do. So it's kind of like, uh, I guess, a buddy movie in a way, where she has to kind of convince him. Okay, no, I really need you. You need to get back in the ring. You know, this town needs it. It's gonna get all gonna go away. So it's it's kind of like her fighting for her legacy and trying to keep the town going. So it's that kind of story. And Will Arnett is really good as this creature because he is just, you know, such a jerk at the start of it. And, you know, like any movie, you know, he has to come around and realize that, you know, not to be such a big a jerk. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I'm oversimplifying, but that's essentially the plot of it. And it, it's a fun movie. Uh, it, it's one of those, I, if you told me like years ago, oh, okay, there's going to be a movie about monsters wrestling and WWE is going to co-produce it. I go, 
okay. It's not that I doubt you. It's just that I didn't think there was a huge market for this. You know, I mean, it's a neat concept. It's like, what if Kaiju wrestled? <laughs> and I think even the, the ring announcer at the start, I'm pretty sure that was Michael Buffer. <laughs> so the man just, I swear, he's going to go until there's no going no more uh, when it comes to this guy. And, and, and so, yeah, so that's, that's him in the story. And it's a fun little story too. I mean, it, it, it's got those one of those, and this originally, of course, aired on, it's a Paramount Plus original movie. And it, it's a fun, you know, story about, you know, this Rayburn about Junior, about him not giving up on his dreams. Oh, and the, and the tent tentacular, <laughs> character is voiced by Terry Crews. Uh, you have a lot of good voice actors in here. Tony Danza does some voice work in this. Tony Shaloub. I mean, the, the, the guest voices, Ben Schwartz is a voice in this. It's pretty good. I mean, they really pulled out a lot of voice people. Even John DiMaggio. So <laughs> a little bit of a voice guest in this. Uh, yeah, Bender. Uh, so th there is a good variety of talent. And it's, it's a nice, sweet story. You know, I, I, I you know, you're rooting for monsters and I, it, I, you know, I, I don't know where they're going to go. I don't, there can be a sequel to this, but it's a nice kind of, you know, um, what's, what's what I'm looking for? Underdog story, really of, of gigantic proportions. And I say it's biggest. Yeah, it really is. For extras in this, and it looked good, by the way, on, this is Blu-ray on my 4K set. I mean, it was nice, crisp colors, nice. I like the artwork, the way it was drawn, worked for me. Uh, so, and, and no poopy jokes. I don't think there was a poopy joke in this. Uh, so for extras, you get the super secret playbook. This is just, you know, the character of Winnie narrating the exploration of her dad's championship plays for Rayburn Sr. Then you get the Monstars Wrestling. This is, you know, the... Um, the, the 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 voice actors behind the the show, which is nice to see. It's nice to see voice actors actually get shown. Although not all the voice actors in this are highlighted, which is very suspicious. But the main ones are, and they talk about it. Salsa with Rayburn Jr. This is an interesting tutorial where 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 in the movie part of Rayburn Jr.'s fighting style is he dances to victory. So in this extra, it teaches how to salsa because he he wins by dancing with his opponents. I'm I'm not joking. Uh, then massive moments, uh, massive monsters, wrestling moves, and dazzling dancers. This is where your director Hamish uh, Grieve, you know, looks behind the scenes look at creating the monsters and the textures and all the the wrestling moves, if you will. Then there are um, then there's some uh, uh, then there's four rounds in the animation ring. And then there is deleted scenes as well. So that is that. No commentary on this. Again, it's a shame. But a fair amount of uh, behind the scenes with it. And a fun kind of, you know, action comedy. Uh, involving kaiju, essentially. Uh, and, it, and it's a neat, neat movie. And if, if you like, you know, seeing characters wrestle and, and just... Michael Buffer turns up in the weirdest places. <laughs> this is worth worth checking out. I thought it was fun, nicely acted, and and not like an unexpected surprise because I you know I wouldn't didn't see this coming, 
but still fun, fun to check out if, if, if you, you know, don't take it too seriously and just like a good underdog story. So that is my take of Rumble on the Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at Paramount Pictures Home Entertainment. My 4K animated Blu-ray movie review for this episode is 
Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons, courtesy of Warner Brothers Pictures Home Entertainment. Warner Brothers Home Entertainment, send me a copy of this Blu-ray to review for the podcast. The opinions I express are my own. Now, this is the, you know, another of the uh, DC animated movies. And now in the past, a lot of times, a lot of these movies, especially like ones like, you know, Justice League Dark Apocalypse are not, not for kids uh, because they're very violent, very extreme. And, and, you know, the kind of, it's very PG-13. I, now this movie, Battle of Super Sons is one of the first movies from the DC animated stuff in a long time. I can say right here and now Ramblers, this one is safe for kids. Whereas some of the previous ones, you know, there's blood and there's violence and all of it. Not always appropriate for kids. I kept telling y'all, you know, old Justice League animated, old Batman animated, old Superman animated. So way to go. <laughs> this movie and this is the first one I've seen like this in quite some time because they've gone for the PG-13 a lot in the last little bit. This is the first one I've checked out that is completely kid-safe. There is no intense graphic violence. There is no kind of really adult kind of content. <laughs> this is... And, and it's funny. Uh, this is very much a kid-friendly animated feature, <laughs> for sure. And and I say Justice League before because it's funny. Uh, throughout this, even in the menus, you hear a bit of the... Da, 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 the kind of music from the old Justice League show. It's like almost saying to you in the menus, no, no, trust me, folks. This is <laughs> a, a, a tamer version of this. Now it is executive produced by Michael Uslan, who did a lot of that old Justice League animated stuff. So it doesn't surprise that somebody from that had a part in this. Now the story evolves around kind of the, the coming of age of Jonathan Kent, aka Superboy. At the start of this movie, he, you know, he's just a you know young 10-year-old kid who who, find, who who discovers, I, I think I said his 10th birthday, that suddenly he has superpowers. And on at the same time he's discovering that, uh, the the alien creature Starro, which up until a few years ago, I guarantee you, up until the latest Justice Suicide Squad movie, nobody even heard of him, unless you're like a hardcore DC fan. Starro uh, is, is making his play to take over the Earth. And they establish at the start of this movie, that maybe a little old Starro hitched a ride with with this with the with Clark's you know super baby rocket when Krypton exploded. <laughs> he kind of hawked a ride <laughs> down down to down to Earth. Now I say this is kid friendly with a bit of a warning, okay? Because the where there's not the blood, there's not the guts, and some of the stuff that's happened. But, 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 and I say this as a man who's an uncle, there, there are scenes with Starro in, in this version of him. You know, the old, old school version of Starro is he spawns a bunch of his little, little babies, and then the babies <laughs> clamp onto your face in a way that 
just your mouth is showing and the big center of the thing of the starfish is like a big eye on your face, right? <laughs> That's typically how it was, right? They'd launch on your face, take control of your body, yada, 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 <laughs> right? In this movie, that happens, but, 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 but there's also an element where the fish is actually physically inside the human and spews out of their mouth. That, if I'm going to say kind of nightmare fuel and kind of a little on the that's it. So if you, if you take, that's really the only kind of element. It's like, oh man, that's kind of something. That's kind of alienish in a way. Uh, so I think those little brief scenes where it's like coming out of the mouth like that. It's pretty PG. It's mostly a story. Uh, so as as Superboy is coming of age, then Clark takes uh, Jonathan to the Batcave, uh, and and this is where he meets Damian Wayne, and that's the, the the big bulk of the story. As as these two meet at the same time, Starro is trying to gain foothold, and he gains control of a good chunk of the league, including their fathers. <laughs> And it's up to these two fledgling, you know, these young heroes, one who's, I don't know, been at a predetermined time, and then one who's just starting to kind of save the world and save their dads in the same process. And Damien, in this one, is a little, you know, as it. Uh, and in that he's, he's, you know, he's the... the Grandson of Rage Dagul, he was raised by Rage and Talia, so he's he's a little crapper that he always is uh, in this. So you have that dynamic of a young, innocent kind of farm boy working with a guy who was raised by the yeah, <laughs> the demons. Oh, so you have that dynamic, and then their relationship very much mirrors Bruce and Clark, Batman, and Superman in how they think and their philosophy and how they, they, they do things. So it's, it's like Jonathan discovering his powers and, 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 and Damien trying to work with them. <laughs> that's Robin. So that, that's your main crux of it. It's kind of a next gen hero kind of story, uh, if you will. <laughs> so, um, so, so that's, it's kind of the um, world's finest juniors. For extras in this one, you do get Rival Sons, Jonathan, and Damien, which is a nice featurette kind of chronicling these these two characters and them working together. Unfortunately, I hate this. They didn't highlight any of the voice actors. So it's just, you know, people from behind the scenes talking about it, but nothing from the dang voice actors. Other than that, the only other extras you get in this are, again, two more uh, bonus cartoons from the DC vault. I would have hoped for a little bit more extras, but you only get these. And the two bonus ones this time are from the good old Batman, the animated series, The Demon's Quest, part one and two, which is, you know, Batman with Ra's al Ghul and, and Robin. So you have, so it gets related <laughs> in a way. So you have that going for it. Uh, overall, a fun... Adventure. I like the animated style on it. It's it's something new. I don't think I've seen an an uh, them. It's it's a fun thing with DC. They keep every once in a while like change up the animation style. Like wait a minute. Now will this be the direction uh, going forward? I don't know. Is, are they gonna say like, 
tone down the violence a little bit when it comes to the DC stuff? Or or is this just a one-off and, you know, <laughs> going back to their old ways? Look, this on 4K, Rambler, it looks great. I mean, animation 4K is terrific, and this is no exception. I, I do like how it looked. They made, they made Krypton look really cool. It may look almost like um, very, very Donner-esque Krypton, <clears throat> the way it was shot. And I, I like that. Uh, so, yeah, you know, they, they tweak the Superman origin a little bit. So, and it was nice to see that, that work out. Uh, but I could think they have the cover of this. And maybe this is a trend with DC. They keep doing these shiny covers. So if you angle this one the right way in the front, it has a nice kind of shine to it. And the back has something very similar as well. It's kind of funny to see Starro getting so much attention these days when considering like up until maybe five, 10 years ago, Unless you were a hardcore DC fan, you didn't know who he was. You didn't know in the DC universe as a giant starfish that spawns little and starfish on the people's faces and takes them over. Now, there have been some versions of Starro where it doesn't latch on the face. It's like a bigger one that latches right across the chest and then takes over the host that way. But this is I find the face one far more disturbing. Whereas maybe the body one, you could hide it, maybe with a jacket or something. In the face, it's like, yeah, there's no mistake. That person's been taken over. <laughs> so it's, it's it's cool dynamic. Overall, I, I did like this. Uh, the extras, you know, I, yeah, yeah, I like having the bonus cartoons because you get to see, you know, <clears throat> you know, high def old Batman animated series. Now, keep in mind, the extras, like, you know, like the bonus cartoons, are only on the Blu-ray copy of this, not on the 4K. So it's just on the Blu-ray of it <laughs> when it comes to that. So just keep that in mind. Overall, I, I hope there are some more team-ups with these two. I think it really worked well. The voice acting in this one was spot on. I thought it was really good. I wish I could have heard Kevin Conroy. <laughs> but it's good choices. Yeah, Troy Baker's Batman. He's done Batman quite a few times. So works for me. Ah, uh, good old Northern North was Jorel, <laughs> the the voice of Jorel. You even have Crypto, briefly in this movie, although his part is kind of cut down a bit. Uh, you also uh, Travis Willingham is Superman now. In this one, Ren Zeno Robinson plays the voice of Jimmy, and they've made. They've race-swapped Jimmy again. He is no longer a little white, red-headed kid. They made him, they, they race-swapped him to be African-American. I don't, I you know, excuse me, Rambers, I don't know if this is a current thing in comics, if they've officially swished him around. He's no longer a little red-headed white guy anymore. Because, heck, they did that to Wally West. Uh, I don't know if that's the case, but it was like, oh, really, Jimmy? Can we just... That's my only complaint. Uh, call me an old school... And I'm <laughs> I'm not saying this to be an hysterophobe. I miss old school Jimmy, you know? If you want another cub reporter character, you want to make him another race, call him something else. Give him another name. Make a fresh new character. How hard is this to do? You know, it's just... <sighs> so that was a little like, Oh, that that's Jimmy, isn't it? Oh, okay, we'll let it go. <laughs> it's very brief. Uh, he doesn't have a big part in this. 
But it was like, ah, I almost have me except for that. But uh, a nice addition to it, and and we'll see if there'll be more Adventures of the Super Sons going forward. But definitely it was an intro kind of movie. So that is my take of the Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons on 4K Blu-ray, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment.
show on DVD review for this episode is Crypto the Super Dog, the complete series courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Warner Brothers Home Entertainment sent me a copy of this DVD to review for the podcast. The opinions I express are my own. Now, this TV series came out way back in 2005 and is the adventures of all in this collection is all 39 episodes of Crypto the Super Dog that, that it, I guess aired on TV. Now I'd heard about this show for a very long time. It was like for ages. It was nice to see that they actually, you know, put this out on official home video release considering, uh, and they probably timed it with, with the, with the new DC super pets. Now this is an interesting interpretation of crypto here because in this show, Crypto, and this does tie in with some of the origins of the of the dog in the comics, because his origin has been played around a lot with, over the years. But it does tie into one of his origins in the comics, where where, they, where Crypto was uh, a dog that was put in orbit on Krypton, where Jor-El was kind of testing out, well, let's see how this dog does in orbit, so, you know, so future-proofing for his son uh, in the future. And, and the way this story goes... And the way it did in the comics is so while while little crypto the pup was up in orbit and being tested on like a space monkey, that's when Krypton exploded. That dog's ship then rocketed away, got knocked away from the planet, and then years later landed up on Earth. But uh, when it landed on Earth, it landed on Earth. It landed on Earth many years after Superman had left. And by the time Crypto landed, he was an older dog, but Superman went from the boy that he used to know into a man. So he lands on Earth that way. And he gets kind of, he meets really quickly with this young boy, Kevin, uh, who kind of adopts him in because, you know, he, Superman in this universe, really doesn't need him. He's like, I want to stay with the kid. <laughs> so... So that's how it happens. And Kevin has a younger sister in this one, and then a next-door neighbor who has a cat named Streaky, who, who through the, the, the means of red kryptonite, and oh, in this animated show, or 39 episodes, man, there's a lot of red kryptonite going around. The, the, the cat gets crypto's powers copied onto him. Now you're thinking to yourself, well, are these the only superpowered pets in this animated show? Heck no. <laughs> no, they didn't stop there. And Streaky was a member. I mean, he, he did exist in comics. I always thought he would have been like a Flash's cat because of Streak and Fast or whatever. But no, 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 no. There is a there is a Streaky. <laughs> there is a, a Streaky uh, animal in, 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 in the comics. So in addition to those two, we also get introduced to Ace the Bat Hound. And this is a much, to me, closer version of Ace the Bat Hound than it was in DC League of Super Pets. This is more the version I'm aware of, just a dog who's like super serious. <laughs> really reflects the owner. So you have him in this as well. Uh, along the way, we get introduced to a whole host of other uh, talking dogs. And the way they work out that the kid Kevin can understand all the animals is that Crypto gets sent with a little kind of in-ear device that translates animal speech into human speech. So that's how they can talk back and forth. It's a little MacGuffin, but it works for the show. You don't think about it too much. 
So in addition to uh, good old Bat Hound, you you get uh, and Streaky, you, other kind of superheroic pets is there is the Dog Star Squad. This is a group of dogs who are kind of like I would say like the Legion, really the Legion version, like dog version of Legion, where these there were these superhero dogs that are from other planets. So it's kind of like <laughs> Legion of Superheroes, but the dog version. You have one that has a, a tail that can stretch out and lasso. One, it's a terrier. You have a a one called Tusky who acts like, I don't know, has this weird kind of French-Canadian accent. Who has a giant tooth. <laughs> then you have Hot Dog, who's a wiener dog that has fire powers. You have another dog that can come blow up like Blimp Boy. And you have one that has like horns on his head. That's a bulldog. <laughs> and then you have uh, kind of like a Coley that's kind of like, uh, I don't know, as like telepathic powers. So they're very much dog versions of Legion of Superheroes and their spaceship. And I'm not joking about this, Ramblers. It's a fire hydrant. It's a giant spaceship shaped like a fire hydrant. <laughs> I'm not joking. So you have that. So we have those heroes along the line, uh, Elastic Dog or Stretchy Dog. He gets introduced into this. And your villains, for the most part, uh, you have Iggy the Iguana, who's supposed to be Lex's Iguana, who talks like Rip Torn. <laughs> he's a villain, but he's not really much of a villain. It's just annoying. Uh, then you have Mechanicat, which is a, a cyborg cat with his little hench kitty, Snooky Wiggums. <laughs> and there's another cat, too, that she sometimes appears. So they're the kind of the main intergalactic villains that cause problems. You And then you have other kind of villain, uh, villain pets from other human villains. You have Isis the cat from Catwoman. You have the Joker's hyenas show up in this, well, as well as some birds from the Penguin. All kind of just conveniently make the way to Metropolis from Gotham. Is it like, oh well, we're too busy in Gotham, we're just gonna go to Metropolis. So that's a lot of the bulk of the stories of this. You can also get little weird visits by these two little alien dudes who talk like this, talk like this, and they can shrink. <laughs> See that? And as I said, red kryptonite all over the place. That that makes has this, you know it. All these weird effects on poor crypto, and it's just, it's like the biggest MacGuffin in the show. And as it's thirty nine episodes, you have twenty six from the first season and the Arranger thirteen from season two, uh, and that it, it's a cute, friendly show. I will warn you the theme song. Be thankful there's a skip button. <laughs> I can, it's catchy the first time, but after thirty plus, you're like, I'm just gonna go to episode. All the episodes are super short. Uh, they're typical. Most of them are only about 11 minutes long. Uh, some are the big 22, but most of these episodes are a combo. Like there's two stories in one show. Yeah, there were a couple of two part. It's like it was like a one couple of two parters, but for the most part, they're 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 pretty inclusive. Now, this is the first time this series has been released in total on DVD. There were previous releases to this on home video where they just, it, they had the one volume, just had the, the origin story, which 
is uh, Crypto Scripto Parts 1 and 2 and a few other scattered episodes. And they had a second volume with a few other scattered episodes. And that was it. This is the first time this is all 39 have been put into one collection. So you're thinking, well, I've seen this thing on video before. Yeah, I even had one from a while back that I forgot I had before I got this. So if you had that release, the only difference between this release and those is those single discs had this little two little volume ones with highlight episodes did have some little featurettes which are cute but they didn't carry over to the full collection are there and i watched them is there any are there any kind of featurettes that are like oh well i have to track down the original ones so i can watch his featurettes nah i mean kids would get kicked out of them but he got to learn much else from the show not really so i wouldn't worry about it Overall, this is a fun show. Uh, it, it's an interesting interpretation of the Superdog franchise. It, it's um, it's unique uh, in its in its tale, and it's it's totally safe. Although it's funny, I find the way they wrote the show when they first started. The kid Kevin, he was in this a lot, and he has and his and his neighbor Andrea has Streaky. And then as the show went on, they kind of wrote the kid out a lot. And then near the end of it, they brought him back in. But I think for a while, they were a lot like, you know, what can we do with the kid? Well, how about we just do crypto and these other animals and we'll just leave the kid out of it. And, you know, because he's not that important. And they, they did. And for those of you who are thinking, oh, well, you know, it's going to be like crypto and Superman. He shows up in the first or second episode once, once, and he's gone. Maybe like you see him like up in the air flying, but that that's it. It's like one little scene, out of there. That's it. No Batman, no other human heroes or villains. You barely see Kevin's parents, and and that that's all. It's it's very much you know kids and dogs fighting to save the day. <laughs> but it's a fun show if your kid loves you know like superhero-y stuff. And you know this will keep busy for a while. I'll just warn you: the theme song might get on your nerves a little bit because it's so repetitive, but it's insanely catchy. That's so there you go. One thing I did want to mention about the packaging, Crypto Superdog, before I end this review, <laughs> is the, what they did with these five discs, these five DVDs that fill up the set, is they stacked them on top of each other. Now I'm not a big fan of stacking. I think it's like Ugh, oh, why? I would have much more preferred if they'd done like two things of flips. So you have one each side, and then the fifth is inside the case. That way, all the discs are separated. Especially with thing with with kids, you you want to make it less likely they're going to get scratched as possible. And stacking them in like that on one top of each other, yeah, it saves a lot of space. But how much thicker it would have been if you just done two flips, you know, one on each side, and then the fifth one is, like, inside the, the, the in, in the cover. Like, how hard that could have been. And and I, just one of those little things that I, I see so many big studios getting cheap with with stacking and, and not doing enough flippies anymore, and that's not a trend I hope continues a lot. So that is my take of Crypto, the Super Dog, the complete series on DVD, courtesy of the great folks at Warner Brothers. <laughs>
Home Entertainment. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Ramble Extra. I hope you enjoyed the show. As always, you can touch me with a number of ways. You can always check me out on Twitter. I'm at Rambling Russ, at R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S. Tweet me, I'll tweet you back. I appreciate all the followers and retweets on Twitter. And if you follow me, I will follow you on Twitter. I'll make that deal for you. Any kind of um, show uh, updates when new shows put up, any kind of artwork I have, any kind of, you know, little updates, I usually throw them on Twitter. So keep following me for that. Do appreciate it. Of course, you can check out new episodes right here in the Talk Show Network. I'm caller ID 18411. All new episodes get uploaded here primary. Of course, I am on other podcast directories across the World Wide Web, including Spotify and Google Play. And if you listen to this on the talk show, don't worry. Sometimes you'll get, like, in the first 30 seconds, you'll get either a weird commercial from the Niagara region when it comes to real estate, because that's where I'm based on currently, and, or some weird commercial with, like, a foreign language. You don't understand what they're saying. Don't worry about it. Just go ahead, like, 30 seconds, and you'll hear my usual intro music. It's something that talks you puts into my shows so they don't charge me for the RSS feed. So it's, it's there. You probably won't get that on the other, on my, on the other feeds, on the other uh, RSS services on the podcast directories that I'm on. Just give me a heads up for here. Of course, if you want to take a trip back into the past, fast, fast, and check out some of my older episodes when I first started back in 2006, right up in about 2013, then I switched over to here to talk to you. Check out my original home I own at Libsyn. That's HTTP, full colon, backslash, backslash, Rambling Russ, R-A-M-B-L-I-N-G-R-U-S-S, dot Libsyn, that's dot L-I-B-S, as in Sierra, Y as Yankee, and as in November, dot com. That's my original home internet where I have over, you know, six, seven years of podcast goodness for you all to check out, and including some old uh, reviews, interviews, convention coverage from my days at Fan Expo, and lots of really interesting guests as well, too. All there in that site. And you can also check out those uh, older episodes and many other podcast directories across the world of the web and in iTunes under podcasts. Just type in Ramble Russell in the search for podcast. You'll find those older episodes there. <laughs> so that is that. And of course, uh, I am on Instagram. Oh, I haven't figured out how to use that properly, but you can check me out on Instagram. And I do a Facebook page that I really need to update more. You can check me out there as well. That is my socials. Coming up on the program, of course, we are rapidly approaching Halloween. So on uh, for the for the um, for the week of Halloween, I will try to put up a special Halloween show. Will it be like the ones I've done in the past? I will try. I can't guarantee that because I don't have a lot of spooky stuff. But I do have something I I've been saving to review for you. I did find something spooky and Halloween related. Halloween themed at least for this year. It wasn't easy. I mean, I haven't got a lot of stuff that I really wanted to get and talk to you guys about, but I, there, is, there are some things I can talk about and, and that's what's going to be coming up on the next episode of the show. Coming up on the next episode of the show is going to be the season two review of Picard on Blu-ray, courtesy of Paramount Pictures Home Entertainment, the, the second season of the uh, next chapter of Jean-Luc and crew. As and then from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment on 4K Blu-ray, I give my review of Mortal Kombat Legends Snowblind, where we look at a world where what if Kano won? Uh, and so that 
We go from the flying fists of Mortal Kombat to the paws of fury, a legend of Hank. Blu-ray review, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment, where you have the voice talents of like Sierra, Ricky Gervais, George Takai, who, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, Michelle Yeoh, and Samuel L. Jackson. And then we're going to round things off with my, my I guess, my one, one Halloween review, if you will. A brand new Scooby-Doo movie. This is Trick or Treat, Scooby-Doo. The, an original movie on DVD, courtesy of Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. So that's all coming up on the next edition of the show that should air in Halloween week. And I will, uh, as a Halloween tradition uh, next show, I will uh, do my my annual favorite, what I consider the best Halloween song of all time. I will play that, a version of that annually like I always do on my next edition of the show for Halloween week. So I will c- continue that annual tradition because when you hear it, it's my all-time favorite Halloween song, spooky song, period. So that is coming up on the show. On future episodes for future reviews, I am making my way through the Ray Donovan, the complete series collection from Paramount Pictures Home Entertainment. The huge, massive DVD set with it that includes the Ray Donovan movie. Long-term listeners to the show know I, I have talked about Ray Donovan in the past. I think I reviewed the first three seasons a while back. You look in the old Libsyn archives. But uh, Paramount was nice to send me this huge collection. So what I'm going to do for you, Ramblers, for some of you maybe newer listeners who don't, you know, you know, maybe weren't with me back in 2013 when I probably reviewed the first, maybe 13, 14, 15, when I reviewed the first three seasons, I'm going to go back again with some older sets of eyes and and review these seasons again, and I'm going to do it one season at a time. Make my way through season one. I'm going to go through all seven seasons, plus the movie, and then I'll give you my review of the series in a whole. So this, you, you can go back, try to find those episodes, and hear my take from, jeez, like, you know, nine years ago. Or you can, nine, eight, seven to nine years ago, and you can also, if you want, listen to my new reviews and see if I've changed my opinion or, you know, it, it remains the same of the show. It, I'm just getting into it again. It is, it is quite the show. John Voight. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I hope to have that at least season one part, you know, part one of the complete collection. Season one, part one uh, for you guys in the near future. Also, I will get around to reviewing my Blu-ray review of the Steelbook edition of a 1990s classic. And that is Burn Book, courtesy of Paramount Pictures Home Entertainment. Not a nice steelbook for you guys. So that is in the works. And another animated feature from Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. A, another spinoff from the Wee Bear Bears is Wee Baby Bears, the magical box on DVD. A very interesting animated show. But more on that when I review it. But... Um, it's an interesting premise, and it also, they come across a character, which I don't know how many two young people know, in the form of Baba Yaga. So, <laughs> I'll give you what I think about that. Interesting. So that is coming up on future editions of this program. And still, um, try to make my way through sometime soon. Uh, Kung Fu, the complete uh, second season. Although I need to find the first. That that's I didn't get the first sent to me a while back. So that's 
in the wings and and Lucifer too. I'm still making my way through Lucifer. So I will talk about Lucifer in the show sometime soon. Uh, I'm up to like parts of season three. So that that is on the go, if you will. So lots to talk about this month gets busier and busier. And November isn't slowing down. Like from Paramount alone, there's really good stuff coming up in November. So you want to keep listening to the show to find out what I talk about. Some really cool titles you'll want to see. And 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 I'm 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 trying to uh, go on a trip in November to see my uh, some family members in the East Coast. So maybe you'll hear a bit about that trip as well on this very program. I don't talk about my social life, family life too much on this program, but. It's going to be a big trip. So I might discuss it there. I might even record something while I'm over there. I don't know. I'm not going to promise nothing. Just thoughts in my head. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. So that is coming up on the program. As always, uh, I do encourage you guys to check out my Amazon wish wish list that is up there. I have put a lot of articles up there. If you want to control what I review in the show, if you want to you know, help out the show and, and, and pick what I talk about. That's why I created this Amazon wishlist. I don't have Patreon. I don't have YouTube membership. I don't have, I don't ask you guys for money at all to help this show going. I've been going for 16 plus years and how much begging have I done? And so I accept this wish list. If, if you want to help contribute to the show, you know, uh, help with me and, and, and in control what I talk about, I put up a wish list. A lot of the items on the wish list are things I've thought about talking about. I've considered talking about it, but I want to gauge the interest and see if that's something you guys want me to review. So it's up there at lots of different price ranges. Pick what you want, what you can afford. If you want to be anonymous about it, you can, I will mention who, but if you don't want to be, I will gladly credit the people that send me stuff. And I'm telling you, coming up this fall, I'm in talks with some people. There are some exciting things I want to talk about, maybe that I can get my hand on to review, because holiday season is fast approaching. And I may not just have one gift guide this year, Ramblers. I may be doing multiple gift guides, depending on what I can get sent to me. So, so stay tuned. I already have two major items uh, including Ray Donovan that are holiday gift guide contenders. And one other thing I for almost forgot to mention, cause I have so much to talk about. I am going to make my way through very soon, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a task, but I'm up for it. The nice folks at Sony pictures, home entertainment sent me the Columbia classics, 4k ultra HD collection, volume three, three, including the movies of it happened one night from here to eternity. To Sir with Love, The Last Picture Show, Annie, 1982 Annie, one of the best versions of Annie I consider, and the 1990s movie, As Good As It Gets, with good old Jack Nicholson. They sent me this in this gorgeous case, and and it, this is a, a massive set. I am so looking forward to going through this and talking about you guys. This review will come out definitely before the year is over. And this is a gift guide contender if there ever was one. I'm hoping to get more items, but this is a really cool set and, and very much in the lines of the Lord of the Rings site kind of talked about. And so we'll be talking about that very, very soon. I'm a, I, I don't know, I, I don't get often collections like this, so I'm, I'm curious to see I'm going to tackle it completely. But it, it is in the works. So I, I thank nice folks at Sony 
pictures for sending this to me, and and trust me, it'll get a thorough review. Some YouTubers barely talk about anything, but but you know me, Ramblers. I'll I'll make sure it gets a proper review. So that is all coming up. Lots to coming up before this year is over. We're this is like the busiest time of year for me, and and I'll. As always, trying to deliver the content to you, my loyal listenership. That is all for me, and we'll catch you next time for the Halloween episode. Coming very soon. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.